when Jamie smiles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Makes me wild. But Come on, Dusty. Come on, Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, big news. Big news for this episode. New title. What's the big news? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I totally forgot. <laughs> Check my notes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the big news is that we have a new title. We we kind of touched on that in the first episode. Braden, would you like to break the news of the new title? Clough Chronicles. <laughs> By the mic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Clough Chronicles is the new title of this podcast. So how did you think of that one? I never really asked you. I just like the way it sounds, but I think it was when I started my other podcast, uh-huh. my interracial marriage podcast before. Yeah. I put it out to the Instagram world and I said, Hey, starting a podcast. What do you guys think the new title could be? And I think one of the suggestions was Clough Chronicles oh. and I it like flowed and was nice and it fit. So, and so you kept it. Yeah. I forgot about it. But then when I was thinking of the new title for this podcast, uh, it just came to me. I think I found it in my notes or something. I'm so, looking at the it, definition of chronicle. Mm-hmm. It's a noun, a factual written account of important or historical events in the order of their occurrence. Oh, that's perfect. So when I was born, <laughs> it's going to start from <laughs> in the order of importance. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually commissioned Kaylin, our sister, to uh, create a logo oh, for us. Logo. Awesome. Yeah, and because chronicles, like you think of. Because I went back and forth between the Clough Chronicle or Clough Chronicles, and it felt kind of newsy, like like uh, Chronicle. The Clough Chronicle, Clough Chronicles felt kind of like oh yeah, like a newspaper. So I said maybe, Bum-ba. yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that was the news sound, right? Bum, 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 bum. Isn't that the Law and Order SVU? Oh yeah, well, dun, dun. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Executive producer Dick Wolf. Dun, dun. <laughs> um anyway back on track so i told her to make us a logo and to maybe have like a news vibe but mm-hmm. maybe not we'll see i asked her to give me a couple of different vibe options during the whole episode we can just have things scrolling along the bottom <laughs> the nasdaq <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, random uh, events that are and i'm trying to <laughs> think of what we would even put in there but this i mean this probably isn't going to be very news related like it's not going to be political uh-huh. most of the time i would assume yeah so maybe not but maybe not something newsy anyway but that's kind of the news clef chronicles and we're just going to let the podcast organically find its footing perfect it's great yeah yeah and i love that we don't have scripts ever we have one note on our phone with bullet points. We just like want to do that. I know. It's very authentic. We just kind of open good. up our note. We're just like, hey, which topic should we do? I'm like, well, I think we should talk about the new title. And mm-hmm. then maybe how our voices sound pretty similar. We can touch on that. And yeah. then, you know, we'll talk about what was the even the topic again? Oh, what it's, uh, I can't remember exactly, but essentially like what it's like living in the PNW. But there was another one. Oh, oh the voices one. Yeah, that, I already said that. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're just like, okay, let's just banter. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just talk about it. Just and script. rolling. <laughs> yeah. Stroking like a... <laughs> okay. I'll leave it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. I also love how we have drinks. Mm-hmm. Today... What do you think about the mugs? I love them. Did you make them? Nope. Hmm. Didn't make them. But um, this one... I think I just got it like the Saturday market in Ashland. It's made locally. And then that one was at... A different store down the one by hmm. on the corner of noble 
like where Noble oh. Coffee is, the corner of Fourth. Dude, speaking of Noble, something. I need to go there and film their facility. Oh, did they want you to do that? Well, Webb wanted me to. Just to go into another coffee shop. Yeah, because remember, filming. you know how I'm making that coffee documentary about raw coffee? Uh-huh. I was going to go into... Oh, like footage for raw. Yeah, I was going to go Noble. into Noble okay. and film them. Anyway, I need to yeah, talk to Webb. that's great. What is this t- drink? Is this... Um, it's tea. What kind of tea? It's like a... Uh, I can't remember. It's one of Emily's um, loose leaf things. I don't know. It's like a vanilla... Oh, delicious. I think it's like a red tea or something. Vanilla red. I can't remember. So delicious. But then I put a little bit of vanilla almond milk. Good to go. Almond milk with a Y. M-Y-L-K. Milk. <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> almond vanilla milk with milk. cacao powder. Mm-hmm. So. No, I think it's spelled with an I. Okay. So, so anyway, let us know what you guys think about our new title of the podcast, Clough Chronicles. And if you dig it. Anyway, if not, we're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be cool if you liked it. If yeah. not. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, so the last episode we posted this this week, um, we got a lot of feedback about our voices being so similar, which we already mm-hmm. knew that. <laughs> yeah. But people News were like, flash. people were like, yeah, I closed my eyes and I couldn't tell the difference. Even when I was looking at you guys, you sound exactly the same. Yeah. So, so what do you think sets it apart? Me? How can you tell a difference? I, I can tell the difference in our voices, like when I'm, because I know us, mm-hmm. and I can tell yours, I don't know like how to describe yeah. it as in like adjectives, but I think mine's, if it was in a waveform, my wave movements would be a little bit further apart. Yeah. And the so way I talk faster. Yeah. You talk a little bit faster. And I th- think my voice is a little bit lower. Yeah. It's, which kind of triggered a thought. I was thinking, what if we just embraced the fact that our voices are so similar and I just like highlighted those? Huh? Oh, wait. So similar. Okay. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Our vo- I, the other way I embraced the, the fact that our voices are so similar and then we could just like play with it. Like I could put a, because I, I record these with two different audio tracks, like you, mm-hmm. your voice is one track and mine's another. Oh, okay. I could just like drop a voice distortion on one of our voices. <laughs> like nice. a, one of us could be like, sound like a chipmunk. That would probably be me. And then you would be like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I could just put some audio distortion on our voices yeah. and post when I'm editing it. That'd be so funny to listen to only one track, like just to listen to my voice. It sounds like I'm talking to myself throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You ever do that? Just like listening to one side? Um, no. I, I, it works. You just put them together. Right? I put them together right away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that would be kind of funny. It's just like by itself. Or you forget to add the other one and you post it. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I've had all kinds of issues with technicalities posting (laughs) anyway let us know is it so on a scale of one to ten asking the audience how difficult is it to tell the different difference between our voices scale of one to ten i'm like waiting for a response (laughs) anyway uh, (laughs) hello so (laughs) nobody's saying anything (laughs) yeah let us know in the comments in the show notes or text us dm us on instagram which is that's where all of our feedback comes from is instagram nice and facebook and facebook actually. yeah that's i feel like that's where i read more feedback than on instagram well you didn't post anything on instagram oh so you're saying only your did you post this on instagram too yeah i posted it on my story and well it was like a three minute clip so i posted but it, it wasn't my like IG... a post post so i couldn't have seen no it was a post i posted it to my igtv oh and then it was a it, that shows up on my feed 
But then does everybody get to see those comments or is it just a yeah. comment to you? Yeah, it's all public. Oh, cool. I need to go check them out. I haven't even looked at all the responses. Then. Yeah, people love it. Here, I'll read some of them right now. Oh, nice. Um, also, I get like DMs and things, you know, from different people. Oh, let's see. So popular. So popular. Anyway, some of these comments about the... So Atia, she said, if I close my eyes, I can barely tell who is talking. <laughs> oh, she sent me a response to on Instagram. I, d- I never respond. Sorry, Atia. But um, <laughs> I laughed super hard at this response. I think it was a DM. Okay, here we go. She said, I just laughed so hard at this. I had to set my beer down so I wouldn't spill it. Mm. I was just thinking about how if I closed my eyes, I wouldn't be able to tell who was talking. Yeah, she said the spit the drink out thing to me too. Oh, nice. I love that she responded to both of us. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then Emmeline Eller, Emma Hassel. Oh, yeah. She said, love this. Oh, cool. And I said, come <laughs> be on the show. And she said, I'll be home for a few days in August. I said, let's do it. Oh, cool. And then Brad. Yes. Brad, Brad, Brad. Yeah, he's my favorite. He said, wait, were you drinking then? Oh, because he thought I was drinking alcohol because we were talking about alcohol and I said mm-hmm. I never drank before and then I was like uh-huh. sipping on. Oh, yeah. And it was a kombucha. kombucha. So it kind of looked a little bit. He's like, were you drinking then? And I said, no, it was kombucha. He said, I was going to say, this is an Ammon I can get on board with. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, same old Ammon, just more Ammon-y. Uh, more Ammonitish. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody else said uh, Brianna McGuffin. I don't, I don't know who who that is she said is it weird that i didn't have trouble telling your voices apart until you pointed out that they are the same oh so she didn't well nice job brianna you said yeah brianna nice job brianna mcguffin crushing it uh jazzy photos jasmine parker i'm not sure who she is but she said pickle shots made me laugh (laughs) yeah we were talking about me us doing pickle shots yeah Uh, another person said effing hilarious love it and then Somebody else said, dude, what do you use to get all those angles? So many cameras. Just three cameras at the same time. Oh, I didn't even see those comments. Those are all new. Is that really? Oh, I see, because you have the GoPro, the wide. Yeah, I've got the GoPro back here. And you have so, one on each of us. Yeah, GoPro's over my right shoulder, and I film it all vertical so I can post it for IGTV. That's been something that I've battled. It's been such a struggle in my brain. Do I film <laughs> for IGTV or do I film for YouTube? You know, mm-hmm. horizontal or vertical? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then I have a going at the IGTV, huh? IGTV, that's where my audience is. So I cool. catered to them. I have a camera on me, a close up, well, like semi close up on me. I have a close up on Braden, semi close up, and then one of both of us, the GoPro. Cool. So they're all recording. That's why I have to do audio one speed, audio two, or camera speed, camera two speed, camera three speed, audio speed, and then cloud. Sync it. <laughs> sync it all. That's how you sync the audio. That's something I learned in my video production internship in Salt Lake City. Oh, wow. Forgot you did that. Mm-hmm. it's kind of cool just learn the basics and yeah using it yeah and then when i so i have so then when i go and post i have five tracks mm-hmm. so i've got both of our audio tracks which are two and two separate audio right tracks then i have that camera track but that camera track and that one and then i take all five and i sync them up so that clap creates a spike in every single and so you just line them up yeah just line them up and then just like cut back and forth between them as i cool as like when you're saying something i'll cut to you and i'm saying something i'll cut to me when mm-hmm. we're both laughing i'll cut to the both of us camera. oh yeah so you have to watch the whole thing all the way through and just you're constantly just like adjusting and switching stuff yeah <laughs> nice so that la- like that three minute clip that i did last time probably took me 30 minutes to edit like, oh, okay. i've gotten pretty through in a clip that you posted on 
IGTV is what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. Cool. So I recorded about 30 minutes of footage because that episode was about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I just uh, shave it down just to the highlights and do like three minutes. Yeah. And then that took me about 30 minutes to edit. Dang, that's a process, man. Yeah. And people don't really get that. And and it yeah. feels like when you watch it, it feels kind of seamless. Mm-hmm. You don't really notice it. You're like, oh, it feels so natural as it's cutting back and forth and it yeah. feels normal and natural. Like I had to work hard to get it that way <laughs> to yeah. make you sit back and relax. Yeah. And it takes a lot of thought. Anything. Yeah, Thanks, man. Awesome. It looks Appreciate great. It's validating. Of course. My skills are valuable. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, that's cool. I know nothing about any of that, so it's always kind of cool to hear how it's all done. Well, what kind of things do you know a lot about? Juice. <laughs> Living in the Pinew. Living in the Pinew. The Pacific Northwest. The PNW. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a, lead, a little bit about it. <laughs> What are some of your favorite things about living in the Pacific Northwest? Probably waterfalls that are all so close. Mm. I want to awesome. go see. I want to go see Tokate Falls. Oh yeah, you've never been there before. Mm-mm. Oh, it's awesome. I've you gotta heard. go. It's super pretty. Yeah, it's like an IG hotspot. It's getting a lot more crowded, probably because of what you're just saying. A lot of people, that, you know, will post about it. Mm. Let me ask and you a question. Go. Okay. What's your take on that like your feelings on how instagram geotagging increases traffic to like what used to be secret spots does it bother you or um yeah only because when i go there it's so crowded and then i see people going there only to just take photos and then they leave because like i mean it's a little bit of a hike in and i remember the last time i was there some people just came up took a few pictures and then just left and i'm like okay well maybe they're in a hurry but you know Mm. if that's just all they're doing i'm like well they're not actually enjoying the spot Mm. I always like to like hike down, jump in the water at the bottom. There's some cool rocks you can climb yeah, up on the side and just like enjoy the spot. So it's like a place that holds sentimental value to you that you respect. And these people are just there to get a photo so they can share it on Instagram. Yeah. And they're just like crowding it. Yeah. And it's kind of a bummer. But don't you feel like... But I mean, there are still like that is a very popular spot, but there's a lot of spots that still don't, you know, just places that are harder to get to like little lakes that you have to like take a truck to or mm. just places that you hike to. And a lot of people don't like to hike a couple of miles. And so they won't, yeah. you know, want to haul other gear in there. And so it's just easier. Yeah. True. To hike in there. I always had the perspective of, you know, geotagging, geotagging increases people's awareness of a beautiful location they can go and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that there's a lot of people who will come and disrespect it or like what you're saying, just get their, to take a photo and a selfie of themselves so they can post it on Instagram, get likes. Yeah. But I always kind of had the opposite view of, well, it's increasing awareness of a really hidden gem that people can come and look at and enjoy. Yeah. And then I guess it's more just like selfish of me to be like, no, stop tagging it because I want to go there and not have very (laughs) many people go. Yeah. Yeah, But I mean, if there's, I mean, I don't mind some people at a couple of places, um, but I don't know. It's just nice when you go to a place and it's really secluded and you can just like relax and hang out there for a couple hours or take a day trip out there. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's more what it's about. But still, I mean, if you tag a place and it's getting more people out to, you know, take pictures and to hang out with friends and to do things away from, mm-hmm. you know, just to get off the grid for a second. Yeah. That's awesome. So I love it for that reason. Even if they are getting out, just to take a picture. It's like, well, cool. You're here. You're doing it. Yeah. It's good. Exactly. It's kind of like Pokemon Go. It's like, okay, these kids are going to be playing games, but at least they're outside looking <laughs> yeah. for Pokemon. <laughs> oh, man. That's so awful. <laughs> yeah. Dyson still plays that. Yeah. 
Yep. He so does. I was like, Mom, can we stop here? There's a Pokemon out there. <laughs> she's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, she's always like, sure. I know she's all into it. I love it. <laughs> or she like asked Dyson, she's like, hey, do you look for Pokemon here yet? <laughs> like, I love that you're so. She just loves it. I think a couple of, you know, her students will play it too and some of the teachers. So I think she oh. just kind of is used to it. Yeah. I like that about Mom, how she shows genuine interest in people. Even though she's not really interested in Pokemon Go or mm-hmm. skateboarding when I was 13. Yeah. But she's like, I would be like so excited to tell her about a new trick or Dyson's so excited to tell her about his new Pokemon. And she just shows genuine, authentic interest. Yeah. And like ask questions. Because she loves you. Yeah. Oh, mom. Oh, mom. Sorry. I said the S word. You're the best. <laughs> Sorry. You said, the, oh, did you say the S word earlier or something? I think so. Oh, man. Sorry for my vulgarity. So vulgar. Not perfect. I love the sound of your sipping drink on the audio. Really? Hmm. Slurp. So satisfying. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, so what kind of podcast have you been listening to lately? A lot of Rich Roll. I think I mentioned him in the last podcast too. Oh, yeah. He's just like very inspiring and motivating and smart. And he is really good at talking and easy to listen to. That's Rich what Roll. I like about him. Because a lot of, I mean, like me, I'm just right now bouncing all over the place with my words and I don't have like a steady flow, but he's been doing it for so long and he's interviewed some amazing people and he's just such a, you know, awesome motivated guy that it's really cool to listen to his stories and the people he has on are really interesting. Do you think it's important to have a linear flow in a podcast, a linear flow of conversation? Uh, It makes it easier to listen to, I think. Yeah. Just because if, you know, if I'm driving and I, and that's usually when I listen to when I'm driving and it's just like, you know, you just get in the flow, you're listening to it, and then you're able to kind of space out. But if it's jumping all over the place, I feel like your mind is able to kind of let go for a second, and then you stop paying attention, and then you jump back in, and you're like, oh, yeah. okay, I missed half the podcast. True. But that's just me. Maybe it's easy for some people. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, Joe Rogan, when I think about him, his podcasts are so nonlinear. It just bounces everywhere? Yeah, everywhere. That might be why I don't listen to him very much, because they're very long. Rich rolls are usually about an hour, two hours. Joe Which Rogan's are about, about two to three hours. Two to three, so it's a little bit longer. But um, yeah, it's just harder for me to listen to him. Yeah. But Rich Roll, when he starts his podcast, it's always like, welcome to the Rich Roll podcast. And his mm-hmm. little intro is like a super calming little like, I don't know, it's like a clock or something winding up. It sounds oh. like, like a music box being wound. Oh. I'm huh. like, ah, this is beautiful. <laughs> then he'll just like introduce the guest that he has on. And it's just really nice to listen to. We should create our own intro sound effects but just like with our voices yes click 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 that's like stressful yeah just make our own yeah so okay so speaking of non-linear let's jump back to the pnw the pnw what do you like living about living i mean you just moved here i mean you were born here but you came back a couple of months ago yeah or just like a month ago right it hasn't been that long beginning of may was when i first got here but i wasn't like mm-hmm. permanently here but i've i've been here pretty much permanently since yeah. i only went home to utah for a weekend mm-hmm. like four days and then i came back so i feel like you probably have a whole different perspective being away for a number of years and then coming back yeah i mean specifically to ashland it has that small town feel it's got a very slow slothful koala bear type of a pace koala bear yeah yes. where people just kind of you know eat leaves and move real slow drink kombucha (laughs) okay (laughs) i love it that's awesome and 
I come from, you know, I just got off of a trip from New York. I've been living in Salt Lake where there's traffic. I just went to LA and it's like high pace, high energy. You either have Mm -hmm. to roll with the punches or get chewed up and spit out. So then when I move here, I'm kind of that way by nature, like slothful and slow moving. I like that. So you just feel at home. Yeah, it feels like I'm back to my roots, which is nice. I I mean, moving to Salt Lake, I resisted it for a long time. I hated it. Mm -hmm. But but then, you know, when you do something for long enough, you start to embrace it. You're like, okay, this is my life now. I have to adapt or else I'm going to hate everything. Yeah. So I just started to adapt and I'm able, I feel like I developed my personality enough to where I could get by and enjoy it. And I actually really enjoyed New York a lot. I liked the energy. That's and awesome. Partly because I'm a videographer and I, I like to capture energy. It's yeah, and it's always changing so you can just like bam, bam. It's like yeah, there's always something. In everywhere. You walk out your door and there's like a story in your face. I remember one day walking out of our our room in New York City at the Empire State Building and there was a guy shooting heroin at nine in the morning. Just in the middle of shooting up heroin. In the middle of shooting up heroin. He's leaning up against the Empire State Building just with a needle in his arm. I was like, oh, sweet. I should shoot that. Oh, well, not, not shoot that. Oh, I mean, like, man. film it. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, but Even that's just like... It, it's I mean, like, what? I mean, that's a, dark, that's a dark example, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's always something happening. It doesn't. It's mm-hmm. not always drug-related. I mean, it's exciting, too. Like, there's fresh bakeries everywhere. There's always something to shoot. The subway, there's so mm-hmm. much movement and birds and people and energy and just a story every direction Steam that you look. Steam coming out of the ground everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much to capture. It's It's so cool. Yeah, very cinematic. So much texture. And then here it's more like... Like you flip that around to where there's a lot of greenery and a lot of just rivers flowing. Yeah. A lot more calm type stuff. Yeah, so it's a different type of texture. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like when I'm out, there's always, you know, flowers and stuff. I'm always like shooting everywhere. But it's very different. Different kind of energy. I really like the scenery here. It's it's different to capture. There's yeah, it's a, it's a slower pace, a slower energy. But that's I embrace that. Just like when I was shooting that waterfall yesterday. Where was that? Um, it was up in Roseburg. Oh, that's right. You were up in Roseburg yesterday. I yeah, was like, I've never been there. Yeah. Actually, Sam, my friend, she asked me to not geotag. Awesome. Yeah, it looked like a really secluded. Yeah, she's spot. like, she was like, don't. Maybe just don't geotag this place. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I can respect right. that. Yeah, so, I remember her mentioning something about that too. I can't remember exactly what she was saying, but she just wasn't a fan. Yeah. That whole she's thing. not a huge fan of geotagging, which is, you know, I understand why. Um, so yeah, it's cool. Because she's always out a lot shooting in all these crazy yeah. places that are really beautiful. I always love her desert sunset shots. Oh my gosh. She, like she was the cactus and the yeah. desert colors are, and her edits are incredible yeah. she's awesome have you ever Very done talented photo stacking no but i remember her talking about that too wasn't she doing she was like teaching some people about that or something yeah she like was teaching her me trailer. about it um oh yeah the other guy he was talking yeah, about it. like a little lesson going on in there yeah it's kind of cool i yeah. was doing something else but she told me that so she'll for example like she's taking a picture of a cactus in the foreground at mm-hmm. night with the milky way in the background in yeah. arizona so She'll take, she'll put the camera really close to the cactus, the cactus and she'll focus on one like petal of the cactus. She'll take mm-hmm. a picture and then she'll 
so, so it's, on a, it's on a tripod not moving and then she'll adjust her focus to the next layer of the mm-hmm. cactus like take, the next petal yeah the next petal take a picture and so like seven photos of the cactus and then she'll take a picture of the of the milky way milky way in the background yeah and then she'll stack all those photos together so everything's just like crystal clear so everything's in focus That's crystal amazing. clear and then com- the things that she was saying that she has to do like yeah because when you blend a photo like that there's like some halo effects that happen you got to go in photoshop and, and you know pixel paint all the the halo oh, away because when you you have to cut out the sky and so when you put a new sky in there from the crisp one mm-hmm. there's like a little halo on, on the mountain horizon where the sky yeah i can see that like, happening <laughs> wow well i guess it, she loves to do it yeah so that's, she's got I mean, a, she probably loves there she's probably smiling looking at her computer like yeah. oh look at it taking out this halos man this is sweet yeah and she's like oh no it, it, i was like gosh that sounds so technical and like it would take forever she's like no it's not that bad it takes me like maybe 45 minutes like that sounds like, <laughs> like it takes me two minutes to like <laughs> slap a preset on there and yeah. then adjust some colors and we're good to go but then when i was showing because i was hanging out with her showing her my video work and how i adjust my settings and my techniques and what mm-hmm. i look for and to her that's a lot of work yeah, she was overwhelmed she's like oh yeah so much work and, and then all the yeah. editing and like as i'm explaining this to people like how i have five different tracks i have to go through it's probably kind of like overwhelming to some people mm-hmm. but like me <laughs> <laughs> like one you. track is enough yeah but it's you yeah. know i i have a flow i know how it works i'm good at it i've done it a lot of times and so it just yeah it doesn't take me that long you're sitting there clicking away yeah. and i'm smiling at my computer i love it sometimes, <laughs> sometimes i cry <laughs> yeah i've cried when i edited photos before yeah i remember when you said that i remember having a similar experience but i can't remember what it was about i think i journaled about it. i can go check it out but really i don't yeah i can't remember which photo it was i think it, it mm. must have been some kind of family shots or something oh yeah maybe like um I remember getting kind of emotional when I was editing. There was a couple of Halloween pictures that I took, like probably two years ago now, mm-hmm. with um, a couple of babies sitting in hollowed out pumpkins with their legs sticking out of like little holes in the oh, bottom. Oh, yeah. And I just like loved going through those and the kids are like so happy. And then, you know, not, not the ones I posted, but there was like some ones that I was just going through of, I think it was Roman. He was just like bawling. And then I was still taking pictures the whole time because it's kind of cute when a baby's crying in a pumpkin. So I was like, I'm going to keep shooting. <laughs> but then going through watching Jasmine um, just like fix Roman's issues, I was like, that's so cool. Because, you know, like Jasmine's my sister, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing her fix problems of her little kid that she created. I'm like, this is so awesome. Yeah, it's and real life. And I don't life. think I even shared that with her. So if you're listening, Jazz, that happened. And I love you. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I can't remember if I was actually crying. But That's really just, like, cool, man. Just smiling and being like, look at her. Like, she's so grown up taking care of yeah. her kids. There's a lot of emotion that goes into this type of work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very vulnerable work. You expose your creativity and yeah. the inside of your brain, you know? What were you saying that you got emotional about? Was it um, landscape shots? It were... was, uh, no, it was just a photo of a girl doing yoga. <laughs> yeah no that can be that's awesome yeah but i don't know at immigrant lake right was at it that immigrant shoot? lake yeah. yeah that was beautiful and there was like a rainbow or something that happened then too yeah like i i mean it could have been like a combination of what i was going through in my life at the time too but just like the way that the day came together the vibe of the day it was raining but it was sunny out there was a rainbow and the lighting was perfect mm-hmm. and yoga it's got and she's know. just like moving her body and doing what she loves to do yeah. and you get to take photos of it just the way that everything came together in combination with how i was feeling in my life and then just going back and editing that photo i was when you edit you really capture the vibe 
of what you were feeling when you mm -hmm. took the photo. Yeah. And I was just feeling a lot of things. And so when I was sliding the sliders around and adjusting the, the exposure and things, I was just got emotional. And yeah. yeah, I mean, a piece of art caused me to have an emotional reaction. That's pretty. awesome. Is that normal? <laughs> you just slap your tears on the computer screen yeah. and let other people look at it. Yeah. Vulnerable. It's awesome. So, yeah, it makes me want to do more editing, more photography in general. That's awesome. I, I know. Miss that part of it. I want to get out and shoot with you some more. Yeah. Makes me sad that you don't shoot as much. I know. I need to. I could. I could make time for it now that the move is kind of settling in. We need to get furniture and a couple other things, but we're. Oh yeah. It's becoming less work, so I'll have a little more free time coming up pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. People were like, "Where did you record that? Was that like in Braden's apartment?" I'm like, "Yeah. Like, what room?" Like his living room. Like, does he have a couch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> couch I know. Like, no, he doesn't. No couches in here. I'm sitting on an ottoman. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I like eat dinner here sometimes too. I'm just like, <laughs> I need a table, man. <laughs> but it's but so I, nice. I don't even think we're going to get a dining room table, really. I think we're just going to do like a coffee table coffee type table. thing. Yeah. It's got a good vibe in here. Like, the lighting is perfect. I love this sliding door. Mm hmm. It lets in a lot of nice light, especially this time of day. It's really soft. And then it will reflect off the cars parked out out there and they're just like shing. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, we've been loving it so far. Good. It's been like, what, two weeks now? Two Something and a half? Something like that. Yeah. Still like each other? Still like each other. Still love each other. <laughs> I'm going to ask you that every time. Every time. <laughs> and then you, did you say that Emily wanted to come on the podcast or no? I think she wants to. Yeah. Cool. Eventually. She'll, we'll have to work up to it, but yeah, she would love to. I'm excited to have her on. I'm excited to have Canyon on too. Talk about music. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be really cool. He's more passionate on. about hip hop music than anybody I've ever met. I know. I mean, when I first heard the music he was listening to, I mean, I obviously listened to hip hop a little bit, but then his is more like trap and like auto tune and like Travis Scott, Travis Scott, Schoolboy Q. Travis Scott. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, well, I mean, it's all just like, I saw auto tune as like cheating, you know, cause I'm like, <laughs> well, he's not singing. He's just like, putting his voice in a mic and just adjusting everything and right. it like automatically makes it sound great. Yeah. And you can tell in the track, but he's like, no, it's not about that. It's just about like all the effort that he puts in. Cause that's part of his system is the auto tune and it sounds kind of robotic and jumps around. Mm -hmm. And then he like the beats that he throws in there. I don't know the way Canyon was explaining it. We'll have to talk to him. But yeah. I'm excited. To I was hear just like, Oh dude, I'd love that. And so then I listened to it again with that mindset and I was like, yep, I love this. This is great. Yeah. It's an art form, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, every rapper not every rapper is going to be like a good singer mm -hmm. but i'm a photographer like drake. Like, drake. <laughs> like drake he just likes to talk about things we were just really cool beats. we were just listening to drake before the podcast started and brain was bashing it's like this isn't talent <laughs> it's not <laughs> he's just, just I mean, really rich and good looking guy and he has a title and from canada and so now he can it's like starbucks it's like no matter what <laughs> no matter what we say in this ad you're still going to buy our stuff it's yeah. like drake he's like no matter what i'm saying it's going to be a number one hit like, yeah guaranteed yeah chicks are still going to love me yeah corruption man own it america yeah, well he's from canada so <laughs> dang it <laughs> um but yeah, like, so what I was saying is like, I'm a photographer, but I'm not going to be good at every single aspect of photography. Yeah. But you just, uh, you, you just find a way to make it work. You find a way to embrace that. So with a, with a rapper, maybe he's not very good at singing, which is kind of like a key point, but like, <laughs> it's like, why go into music? Yeah. <laughs> but like, you don't really have to sing when you rap. You can just say stuff mm -hmm. and maybe you have good ideas and, and you just, uh, or put just some... good stories, you know? Yeah. And then people just, some people go into writing too. Like in that movie, um, Rocket Man, oh, I that I watched about Elton John, I I mean, knew 
very little about Elton John going into the movie, which I think is how, you know, it's a cool way to go into it, not knowing much about him. Yeah. But he has a best friend that writes all of his stuff for him. And it was like, I don't know, it's really cool. I'm just like, wow, that guy's just really good at writing. He's not very talented music-wise. I mean, maybe he is, but, you know, even if he wasn't, it would be totally fine. He just, like, writes these great stuff. And if you pair it up with Elton John, who's a genius, then it was awesome. Yeah. That's super cool. I love culture. I love culture. (laughs) Yes. Culture's the best, I love culture. I love talent. I love raw, authentic talent and people who put themselves out there and be vulnerable and... I just value that so much. You know what else I value? Money. Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Can I keep guessing or you want to say it? You can keep guessing. I'll give you two more guesses. Okay, so money, you value friendship. Mm, Yeah, but that's not what I was going to say. One more guess. Yeah. We were talking about music and talent. I don't know. Not even going to guess? No, I don't have any ideas. I feel like I'm taking up too much time. You love Amazon. (laughs) All yes to those things. Okay. Three yeses, but an overall no. (laughs) Overall no. (laughs) Because what I was going to say was that I value unconditional love. Oh, that's Unconditional support. It's not even related, dude. (laughs) It's completely not related. You're just being vulnerable here. This is great. It doesn't have to be related. Yeah. I guess that could be paired with friendship, too, because a good friendship would have unconditional love involved you know Mm -hmm. yeah there's just something about unconditional love and support where there's just not enough of that in in society and in life and i found a lot of people in the pacific northwest have that so that's that's another thing i love about the pacific northwest people just don't really care who you decide to be they yeah. just like we're gonna Dude, love you that's no what happens what. when you're remember what you were saying about the slothful lifestyle like yeah. koala bear yeah i mean when you're drinking kombucha and you're doing yoga uh-huh. and you're being in touch with yourself then that's the kind of stuff that comes out the other end you know <laughs> maybe so dude. <laughs> yeah. you figured it out <laughs> <laughs> i mean i try to because i appreciate and value that so much i try to offer it too mm-hmm. because in order to get you know, like the golden rule, you know, you got to treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Put good in, get good out. Like that lemonade slogan. Is that a lemonade? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you got to put out into the universe what you want to get from it. So if I value unconditional love, then I try to put that out there. Yeah. Because karma. And I think because karma, <laughs> I think you do a good job of that though. It seems like everybody you meet, is i mean everything that i hear about either like the raw staff or anybody they're like yeah he seems like a great guy he's super nice (laughs) well thanks dude you just like you know dive into conversation with them just ask them about things and they always like that so i think that comes up i think you're doing a good job well thanks yeah i think anybody's perfect but yeah that's the thing is nobody's perfect and so people are gonna make mistakes and so am i and that's part of the unconditional love just accepting that in everybody yes like not not abandoning people when they show you a weakness or when they make a mistake Mm -hmm. but embracing them for who they are walking with them through their weakness right i feel like that's the most important part is when they're at their weak point showing that you're still right with them you know you're still exactly exactly but setting boundaries like you know you have boundaries around yourself you said this is this is how this is my tolerance level of how i want to be treated Mm -hmm. and if you treat me this way sure i'll still embrace you and love you but this is our boundary this is where this is your role in my life okay this is how close i will let you 
Because, I mean, does that make sense what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, it does. It okay. does. And I think it's important to set up those walls, too, because you can't just be 100% open with every single person you're exactly. meeting. Because you're going to be exhausted. Right. You're not going to have time for that. Like, you have to, you know, pick and choose the people that you find most important and the people that are proving themselves to you, you know, because it's a, exactly. like what you're saying, you got to put in what you, or you get out what you put in. Yeah, exactly. Is that what you said? That is what I said. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what the lemonade said that I stole. <laughs> yeah, the lemonade said. It's like on the Minute Maid that's like their slogan on the oh it's a minute made yeah i think so it's i just never read in. the box I just yeah i don't know remember back in the day when you'd go sit on the toilet and before phones and you'd read like cereal boxes or like yes, the back dude. back of yeah. a shampoo bottle or do you remember when <laughs> all the ingredients too, the funny faces back and forth when we're going to the bathroom <laughs> as kids you remember what i'm talking about no so you know when you're a kid you go to the bathroom with the door open especially when you have like five other siblings running around <laughs> so we go to the bathroom we'd be sitting there and, and then we'd be bored because there was no phones or you know yeah. we'd just be sitting there like going to the bathroom and we're like ah, little kids with these brains going a thousand <laughs> miles an hour yeah so we'd just be like kayla and make faces for me and then we'd <laughs> oh, come yeah, up to the bathroom and then walk you know because we can just see a clip of her she's walking by and she'd be looking at us making one face walk the other direction making a different yeah, face. yeah dude i do remember that now hilarious oh my gosh i totally forgot about that funny faces wow thing. an intimate look into the clef chronicles clef chronicles yes <laughs> diving right in full circle dude see how linear that was so linear wow oh my gosh it's a circle, but it just when we were inside the circle, it's like all over the place. But eventually, yeah. you know, but we're, we're containing it. Yeah, it's been we contained. have a plan here. <laughs> There's no plan. <laughs> Full disclosure. Disclosure. Zero. Zero plan with what's going on right now. Yeah. There's no plan. But that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Anyway. You think that's a good stopping point? <laughs> I think we should probably stop. Okay. Yeah, we're getting like we're getting weird now. We're getting all that was about forty five minutes. Oh really? Mm, forty minutes, something. Okay. Longer than the last one. Yeah. But the last one went by so quick, don't you think? It did. It's like more, yeah. more, more, <laughs> more, more, more. Enough. Enough. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Brayden and I are okay. We're gonna be <laughs> quoting a lot of movies and you're probably not gonna get that was a quote from Just Friends with yeah. ryan reynolds and we should uh, just leave it open-ended and then we have people comment the movie <laughs> quotes and see who actually understands. yeah yeah it. we should just like put little easter eggs throughout our yeah, podcast and episodes. let them crack them open and find the candy yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then in the comments just say okay how many movies can you name that we quoted but then you'd have to go through and like that'd be more work for you because you'd be like okay there's seven in this episode not true because i'm not gonna remember same z's what's that girl's name in that in that movie just friends it's chris pratt's ex-wife oh i don't know the blonde yeah i just watched that movie actually like a couple of months ago hilarious not, not the main character but the the girl that's like more more like that girl is that not the main character oh no that's the super um yeah jamie powell who's like really wealthy oh is that her name that's the girl that's the that's her the actress's name no oh that's the character the character's name, name who ryan reynolds is her his love interest in the movie oh, okay jamie palomino jamie palomino when jamie smiles <laughs> oh yeah makes me wild but come on dusty come on dusty <laughs> <laughs> i love that movie that's yeah, so good okay well yeah let's just enough, let's, enough. let's go <laughs> let's get out of here thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast if you want to support this podcast, the easiest way is to subscribe or tell a friend or leave a rating on iTunes or just send us money. The link for that is in the show notes. Follow Ammon on Instagram at Ammon Clough.
and Braden at braden.pnw. 